Welcome to I Just Don't Know, a podcast where we try to learn something new, challenge my opinions, and hope to make the misinformed informed. I can openly say I've spoken when I did not need to, been unnecessarily controversial, and shared my misinformed opinion, thinking it was not. I am Rob Clulo, and in this podcast I will try to right some wrongs, take on a new topic each episode that I think are new, but in fact, I just don't know. So my assumption in this podcast episode is that self-expression is a big thing but even bigger than that and to get to that point it's all about backing yourself and backing yourself can mean lots of different things it can be self-confidence it can be faking it a little bit until you make it it can be knowing that you're good at something although you have no guarantee you're going to get it right it's predicting or foreseeing the result without knowing with 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 100% assurance you're going to get that result and therefore without this assurance that you're going to get what you think you're going to get you you can't promise 100% you're going to get what you're backing yourself to do so therefore the assumption i have is that looking back and after discussing this a little bit and and doing a bit of sort of searching around about this idea of effectively self-confidence but I want to use the idea of backing yourself that phrase that we use in the UK we use and I think they use it in the US it's how do we how do we back ourselves the right amount what's the what is the right amount and I've been trying to debate this one and I think I have backed myself in the in the past to make sure I, I I get it I get try to get it right. I think back in school it's a bit it's a bit it's hit and miss like you can back yourself in sport or in a test and then you miss out you you don't get the grade that you thought you're gonna get or someone else does one or two marks better than you and you laugh it off. But when you get into real life sort of outside outside of university and and, and school and you're in business or you're in sort of important social life the stakes are a lot higher and so getting it right backing yourself at the right time it, it's it's a lot and it's a lot more than just laughing off or falling out with a couple of friends at school so that's why I wanted to think about backing yourself and why, why it is it's it's so important for people to to try and get it right um, I think to finish off the assumption on this one is that you you might think that you can do it every time if it's something you're very good at but what I've learned is while in the past you might be good at something but all it takes is to be if you're trying to achieve the same thing again all it takes is to be offset by a little bit and you're not going to have the same guarantee the probability of you achieving the same level of success reduces massively if the end goal is just one or two percent off or a divergent away, sorry, if you one or two degrees away from what the end goal is. So there's a different end goal. And if that's the case, the chance of you being able to back yourself in the same way falls away. So you can't back yourself every time you have to 
treat each situation differently. And the number of people who fake it and just have to back themselves, you've got politicians, you have sportsmen, you have everything. It's amazing. And getting it right in real life is very hard. And I'm not saying faking it is a bad thing. And backing yourself when you shouldn't be backing yourself is a bad thing. I'm not saying that. I just think it's an incredibly interesting thing because lots of people don't really know how to back themselves or when to back themselves. But overall, looking back, this assumption that you should back yourself on anything you you think you're good at or you've been told you're good at. Well, listen to how, as I'm going to discuss in a little bit more detail, how that sometimes does apply. But but I fundamentally, I have been wrong in a few areas. When you back yourself, it's it's all about that element of confidence. And confidence comes from within. It comes from experience. I think it comes from previous successes as well as experience, good and bad. But it, it's quite unique to the thing you're doing. And if you're doing something for the first time, I think back to when I when I drove a car or recently in, in abroad I rode a med, moped for the first time. The confidence is low. You're you're terrified. Although you've done lots of other things that are a lot harder, but the confidence is low. And even in sport, when I've when I've been on the on the the hockey pitch and I, I haven't played for a while, you get the ball and you're just your confidence, your instincts are just not quite as sharp. And many people talk about this in football, your people when people's confidence are low. And everyone's slightly different. Some people have that sort of sort of underlying self confidence that's different levels, depending on the person. And some people therefore aren't confidence players as they as they call it in sport so therefore they don't rely on getting a few things right first before they get into their groove but I think most people are like that but there are definitely a few people who are just have that higher level of instant self-confidence and then a bit of doing it right gets them to the sort of higher level of performance that they want to be but Going back to confidence itself when you're doing something you've never done before, it's a very strange feeling when you're, you just can't really do what your body wants, what you're telling your body to do. The nerves, the anxiousness, the unknowing, the not really knowing sort of the consequences necessarily, but you're imagining the consequences. What if I speed up with, with no control on this moped and I just drive into the wall or what happens if I can't? sort of turn or what happens if I if I if I do this wrong and you don't know the end result some people manage that differently and this goes into another topic which is sort of controlling anxiety and controlling how much you worry and that's a conversation for another day but overall confidence in a time when you're challenging something for the first time you're taking on something for this first time is an underlying factor of the whole concept of backing yourself. And if anyone's watched The Inbetweeners, and if you're in the UK, you surely have. If you're abroad, maybe not. But uh, there's a character called Jay who he 
backs himself to a point that's like a it's almost like a hyperbole hyperbole of of someone who backs themselves too much it's a it's a satirical version um it's 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 making a joke of these people who think they know everything but they don't it's not arrogance as such although it is in, in some of the in the some of the examples but it's it's a, it's a joke it's it's trying to um make fun of that but this extreme self-confidence of backing yourself into every example and then despite the result still going with the going with the flow there that's quite a rare example and you only meet very few people like that but i think being able to back yourself is still though such an important part of being successful in business and in life in the western world that i know anyway and being able to fake it until you make it in the sense of saying you can do something when you're not 100% sure if you can or saying you can deliver something when you're not 100% sure if you can or performing in a way that you're not 100% sure you can there is a spectrum of people who some say yes i can do this and some people go yeah i can definitely do this and there's some people go mm, not really sure what about this i'm worried about this i'm worried about that and that conservative approach and it's definitely a spectrum there's no necessary right or wrong either but i'm somewhere in this spectrum but i keep sort of divvying in between the two and in the past i was definitely leaning towards sort of yeah let's do this i can do it i'm sure i can despite my lack of experience and i got it wrong and i didn't like getting it wrong in the past let's say at school i would say yeah i can do this give me that information i'll learn it and i'll get get a good result on the exam and i did but that school that's different that's a different that's a bubble i didn't do really well but i did good enough but then outside that bubble in the real life where things are more complex the stakes are higher the level of detail is not linear there's there's lots of different things you need to learn despite thinking you know everything or you've covered everything because everything is always dynamic and moving around you never you never got all the information the world is always moving markets are always moving technology is always changing so you're never an expert you're only in that very moment perhaps good at what you're doing but then you're out of date so it's very different to just being good in in the bubble of of, of sort of education potentially I'm, I'm, I'm generalizing there but overall is that you have to back yourself to some extent and the, the more you back yourself you more you set yourself up for potential success but also potential failure and the, the reason why i wanted to talk about this topic is because i've sort of jumped between two different camps more so than ever in the last few years before i said as i said when i was younger i was very much i want to go big give me a challenge give me this target of 20 well i'm going to get you 25 if you give me a target of 30 i'm going to get 40 you set me this challenge to take on this 
big client. Well, I, I'm going to get that. And I did it. And so now, I didn't know I was going to get it. All I knew is I could apply myself and give it my all and push myself to be the best I can. Looking back, was I the best person? No. But the result suggested I was definitely up there as doing really well. But that's not that's not necessarily reflective for perhaps what other people go through who are different to me, who are more diligent, more detailed, perhaps in their first initiation of 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 business and work and and someone who takes their time and becomes more qualified and becomes more detailed orientated further down the line I think passes me in the race to sort of being able to justifiably back themselves and if we're running a marathon I'm on I know mile 17 and they're back on mile 11 but by the time I hit mile 19 they've finished because they suddenly increase their sort of knowledge and their capabilities because while they did go slow at the beginning they absolutely smashed it at the end almost like tortoise and the hare in some ways the, the tale of tortoise and the hare tortoise take it slow the hare speeds ahead and then eventually the hare I can't remember the story so it's, it's lost me the hare gets tired or something like that or he stops or he falls asleep in the sun, he enjoys the sun because he doesn't think the tortoise is going to catch him up. He falls asleep. Wait, well, by the time he wakes up, the tortoise is finished. I think that's one version of the, of the of the tale. I know there's a darker version, but that's for another day again. But overall, is that backing yourself uh, when you have that level of detail? I completely understand when you're a professor, or you're you're an expert in something, but not many people are experts in in things. Everyone is a little bit good at everything or they know some areas they're good at, but no one's an expert. So you do have to try and back yourself. When you do it in a social context or in a more informal context of backing yourself to know something, being able to understand when is the right time to back yourself is is hard as well. You have different motivations. So one motivation I can think of, and I've, I've, I've talked about, recently is well if you're going for success you're going for a a top goal then you have to back yourself because you need to set that expectations for the person and the audience that you're talking to so if you if you don't set that ambitious target well you aren't giving off that impression that you are backing yourself in this sort of area but I know there's no there's no 100% guarantee you're going to achieve that goal but there's a chance you'll surpass it there's a chance you'll you'll sort of get close to it and it's like setting a budget in a business I suppose you you have to be you have to back yourself a little bit in that otherwise it's it's worrying if you don't back yourself when you are setting that sort of target, that goal, because everyone is obsessed with progression and progress. And, and I completely get that. 
Um, another way of when you need to back yourself is in the moment. The the, the, the craziness of 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 the and the pressure of being in the moment. You get given, I don't know the 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 a football comes towards you in the park, and someone goes, "Oh, kick it back over." And some people who are who perhaps haven't played much sport or they don't really know uh, what what necessarily to do in that moment is the the obvious thing would be to kick it back. But some people might think, oh God, if I kick it back, I won't kick it far enough. Some people will kick it too far or they can't kick it at all. That's a very, it's not a very good example, but I, I don't know, you'll get, you get asked if you want to go play bit of baseball or softball if you're in the UK and you're like oh I can I can do all right here or you ask oh do you want to go play a game of pool with me and you think oh, I, I, I do I back myself and say yeah I'm really I, I'm, I'm good here I can I can I can play here in those sort of in them when you don't have much time there's I think there's sort of two different types of people in the world there's one person who would say yes I can do this sure I can give it a go and within that category, there's two types of people. There's people who will get frustrated if they lose and they'll be shocked and annoyed and a bad loser. And the other person goes, well, at the end of the day, I did back myself here. I didn't know I was going to do well. But I backed myself to do well, but I didn't know I was going to do well. I'm not an expert, as I to refer to the other point. So fundamentally, you can accept that you perhaps lost that game or that activity that you've in that moment accepted to do and then the other type of person is someone who doesn't back themselves and they in my view the worst case scenario here is they just say no they don't participate they don't do anything they don't experiment they don't see what might happen and they retreat and they don't do it and I understand that and I respect that but I think you're not experiencing life if you always say no and you don't do things because you don't back yourself a little bit or you think it's just not worth it because you're just therefore you're just a constant you're not shocking yourself you're not putting yourself out of your comfort zone but the other part of this type of person would not back themselves do it in a jokerly way participate with no seriousness do it in a way that's almost not worth anyone's time, but it's fundamentally it's not worth their time. Therefore, well, not not worth their time, but they, because they're not they're making a joke of the whole thing, it doesn't matter if they win or lose. There's no element of competition. There's no element of there's no there's, they're minimising the stakes. So overall, if you're that type of person that I understand, and perhaps you can, there's people you might know that don't take anything seriously and I'm not saying this these are the same type of people but I definitely see them in like films and programs and I know a few people who in the past they, they don't take anything seriously because if they don't take it seriously they can't actually fail at them and this what's this takes it to my last the last sort of area of backing yourself when you back yourself it's like making a bet it's like getting that free bet on Paddy Power or Betfred, I don't know. And it's it's 
putting that free five pounds, that free 10 pounds on yourself. Three to one, four to one, five to one, whatever. Backing yourself in any situation, whether it's in the long term, like an investment, accumulator of will I achieve these goals at, at work or in sport or in fitness or in learning a skill the or in the moment of a chess game or a, a video game or anything like that backing yourself is light is like betting but betting on yourself and I for me going back to my assumption of learning uh, well thinking that just if you're good at something in the past you can there therefore guarantee you can assume, you can back yourself again this assumption that you did well then you did well again and you did well again so therefore the fourth or fifth time you have every right to back yourself again that assumption there i was wrong you can't back yourself just because you have that past record but you can back yourself if you're that type of person who's willing to take the route of betting on yourself and when you're betting on yourself in my view and what everyone should be doing if you are someone who bets and I'm not someone who bets with money often at all ever but if you're willing to bet on yourself you're willing to lose all that money you're willing to lose everything that you might have put on the table you're willing to fail and when you're willing to fail this is part of a whole bigger issue a whole bigger topic that is again for another day but again so important but fundamentally while I was wrong in assuming that you can't back yourself just because you did well in the past in a similar situation, I've realized through talking to people and, and learning and listening is that you can decide what type of person you are. And if you back yourself and you bet on yourself and you're willing to fail, then you are setting yourself up for success you're setting yourself up to learn and to do better for yourself. You make a stronger and more stable life for yourself because through failing, through backing yourself and potentially getting it right, giving, your, giving yourself a chance to get it right, you then take the next step in progress, the next step in getting to the next role in a job, getting more money, learning a skill, being more happy in your life, getting rid of the negativity in your life. You are giving yourself chance of changing whatever's around you. And I'm not speaking down or, or, or criticizing the second type of person that I talked about earlier, which was those people who don't back themselves and just choose to say no and choose to not back themselves and be conservative and say, look, I can't do this, so I'm not going to do it. I think that is 
very admirable and and takes a type of person to be able to be like that how that fits into progressing and and navigating it that is something that i need to learn more and i need to discover more how someone can be not necessarily back themselves but still be successful i think my my instinct here and thinking about it there is maybe the people around them back them but they don't back themselves personally or the people around them give them that foundation to allow them to back themselves artificially but again that's i i i i i just don't know um, about those type of peoples and that's for another time but what i have realized for myself and for people similar with that level of confidence which i think is a lot of people i've ever met at work and living in london very much very well very many of the people i've met are have an element of confidence or self-confidence which fuels this idea of backing themselves to do whatever they need to do and ultimately by being that type of person and being willing to fail and 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 go in there and try something and get it wrong and learn and get it right and do it again fail and learn and do it again and do it better next time and fail and then learn and do even do it even better after that when you're like that and you're backing yourself that is a great place to be i think and while it's a difficult process very challenging process for for many people in the moment you don't know what especially when you're in the failing process very difficult when you get it right very satisfying and i just keep telling myself and what i've been reassured from from talking about this is a feeling of of achieving something that you couldn't do previously but you backed yourself to be able to achieve it and then you do that feeling of satisfaction is so good so all i'd say there is back yourself and to finish and to complete this podcast is well i you can't always rely on the past to give you that reassurance and that clarity that you definitely going to get the same result because all of the factors are always different despite the situation looking similar you mustn't assume that you're going to get the same result because you did it in the past that complacency despite other people doing it doing that and saying that just because they've done that they can do it again you have to treat every situation as unique but what you can do is be the same type of person and approach things similarly which is your have that level of confidence you back yourself you bet on yourself and you're willing to fail and overall you're going to do better in life and you're going to be happier and you're going to progress and things will change in the direction you want to do i think and that's just a great great thing so thank you so much for listening and i really look forward to recording another episode thanks so much